is the year. This is the year of getting it together and doing what you do best. Hustling, taking care of business, and taking care of your community. Join us for JMT Media's podcast, where we interview everyone from the community to small businesses to elected officials who are changing policy that matters for our community. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Happy Hashtag Family Friday. Today is also Fancy Friday. Uh, thank you, Amanda Stradieri from the set um, Con Edison. And um, welcome, everyone, to another segment of Community Corner. For those of you that joined us earlier, thank you so much for joining us for the free online webinar. Um, today is, a, is what I'm calling one of my compassionate shows because there's a lot of people on the front lines that are being talked about and we adore them, we love them, the doctors, the nurses, the paramedics, fire department, police department. Um, but there's also folks in the community that I wanted to hear that we uh, put a spotlight on them and the work that they're doing day in and day out as essential workers. And so today we have two very special guests. Um, one is the fearless leader over at the Pride Center of Staten Island, including uh, Ms. Carol Bullock. She has, she's just amazing, just an amazing spirit, community advocate. Um, and so she's going to join us this morning along with Joanne Garrenser, the executive director and CEO, also another amazing, badass, fearless leader over at Eden 2. Um, so to first start off with, let's bring our first guest on. Uh, Carol, good morning, my dear. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, first, I don't know if you have your coffee, but cheers to another week that we survived. Oh, there you go. Your Diet Coca-Cola. My product. Diet Coke. There always, we go. Always. <laughs> so good morning. Can you just um, let folks know who you are and what you do over at the Pride Center? Sure. Uh, my name is Carol Bullock. I am the executive director of the Pride Center of Staten Island. Uh, so really responsible for um, helping the LGBTQ community across Staten Island. Our goal and mission is to help enhance the lives of our community all across the island. You know, you've you've been a powerhouse since you got here. You're what I call that quiet lion. You know, the first year you're like, let me assess, let me see all the crazy and what resources I have. And then you're like, boom. Here's my plan of attack, and we're going to make sure that the LGBTQ community is taken care of. So, you know, with the coronavirus that has been going around, you know, most, if not every single business, nonprofits, they are working from home. Can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, what's the, the sentiment and the feeling over at the Pride Center with your staff and how y'all are continuously helping um, the participants, because you guys offer a lot of services. Um, so I, I, I want to make sure that our viewers know how they can access you and all that good stuff. Yeah, great question. Thank you for asking that. Um, all of our programming right now at the Pride Center has been moved to virtual platforms. Uh, we use different platforms based off of whatever groups that we're working with. But currently, uh, just to walk you through our programming, our mental health counseling team is working diligently right now to provide free counseling services to our community during this difficult time. So all counseling groups are still running on schedule. 
You can contact them to set up an appointment online or call us for more information. Uh, and just to let you know, we've had 10 new individuals contact us this week alone, and we're doing everything we can to make sure we're servicing those who call. Um, our youth and senior programming team continues with their regular schedule as well. So our youth drop-in, our girl power sessions are well attended and our seniors are participating in weekly programming online. So again, if you want more information, you can call us or go online. Um, our HIV testing team is still taking signups online at this wow. time. Um, coming soon, we'll be partnering with Chassis to be able to offer at-home testing. So more to come on that. Um, our outreach and education team uh, is still running training virtually for any organization who's interested in cultural awareness training. And we actually tailored the training to specific organizations. Um, and the other thing that we're doing is partnering with others to make sure that we deliver food to our seniors. Uh, we've partnered with Meals on Wheels and also the Chassis Food Pantry. So we're planning on using our virtual platforms to reach out to more of the community. So stay on the lookout for future webinars, community talks, and activity sessions, which will be available to all participants. Uh, for, the, for the most up-to-date information, I would say head to our website, pridecentersi.org. Feel free to contact anybody on my team via email or phone call. We are committed to getting back to everyone within 24 hours. So um, Jacqueline, the message is the Pride Center is here for you. You're not alone. Absolutely. You know, the the Pride Center, along with like Chathy, has always um, maintained a, a wide roster of programs and services. So I commend you for keeping the accessibility for youth, for the girl power, for seniors, um, and you're testing like all of your services seem to be very seamless transition. But, you know, recently I was um, just like most folks, you know, we watch press conferences and we were super excited when um, there were new sites, hospital sites that were popping up, including the College of Staten Island, which is a client of ours, which we're really proud and happy about. And then we heard of a another site that's happening in Manhattan, aside from the Javits Center. And so it's already created a lot of buzz and feedback because this is affecting the LGBTQ community. So can you talk a little bit more about the one particular um, hospital site and um, how the Pride Center of Staten Island is working to make sure everyone feels included? Yeah, great question. Um, and thank you for saying it seems like we were seamless. Um, my team did an amazing job just turning on a dime and making all of the regular programming happened. So um, thanks, it, it was not easy, but we did it. Um, as far as this situation, I could tell you, I'm on a call this afternoon with other organizations because it's extremely concerning. I've had many individuals within the LGBTQ community reach out to me personally, talking about the fact that although we were excited that uh, this resource was going to be available in Central Park. It's being funded by an organization who, um, quite frankly, preaches hate. Uh, they are anti-LGBTQ. 
it's extremely concerning for, let's say I get sick. If I go in there or a transgender individual is going in there, they're going to feel like they're not going to be treated as they should. So uh, we have a call today. I know that uh, the mayor as well as the governor have put out statements that they are um, supposed to follow Mount Sinai's uh, policies of anti-discrimination. You know, we can we can only hope that's the case, that they look at us as just another individual who needs their help. So we'll see what comes out of that call and I'll make sure that uh, I get information out to our entire community on Staten Island as soon as I have it. Absolutely, you know, I think it's, it's important and I'm, I'm glad that you're having these conversations with other organizations and the mayor's office and the governor's office because, you know, not just with JMT Media, but in general with everything that's happening around the world right now, truly unity is what we need for everyone. Um, and unfortunately, you know, accessibility to all encompassing healthcare is not available. So we want to make sure that everyone is taken care of. And, you know, of course at JMT Media, yeah. We're supporters and advocates for diverse populations, whether it's immigration, LGBTQ, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we wish you the best on that call today. And of course, any information, we'll put it out there. Um, so we're gonna actually have our second guest join us uh, this morning. Joanne Garrenser, are you there, my dear? Fantastic. Well, Good welcome, morning. Joanne. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Absolutely. And so for the folks at home that are watching on Facebook Live here at JMT Media Community Corner, um, I have the privilege of also having our uh, next guest, um, Executive Director, CEO, fearless, badass woman um, from Eden 2 Programs. So good morning, Joanne. And can you talk to everybody about what Eden 2 Programs is, does? Because I think a lot of folks Right now, when we're putting together Community Quarter, we want to make sure that we're touching base on all the different communities uh, here on Staten Island. Sure, sure. Eden 2 uh, provides services to children and adults with autism. Um, we're, we're located uh, all throughout Staten Island. We provide residential services. So we have um, seven houses where people with autism live with us. Uh, we provide adult programs. So we're pretty much a lifespan program. We start when kids are about two and a half years old. And if they need us, we're there for, for pretty much for their life. We also have services on Long Island. Fantastic. So with, you know, as I was mentioning to Carol, with the coronavirus and um, everyone working from home remotely, you guys have a totally different setup because you have seven group homes. And right. so to the viewers that are watching, can you talk about the setup for a group home and the staff that help manage that because they're considered essentially, to me, uh, essential workers to maintain the livelihood of these young adults? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's interesting because, you know, every day I follow Governor Cuomo's um, press conference and, and he's done an amazing job. Um, and he always thanks all the first responders, which, by the way, need tons of thanks and the healthcare workers. Um, and all those people that are out there making us safe, but he never mentions the direct care workers. Um, and these are people, I, in my opinion, are first responders. You know, if, if one of our participants comes down with COVID-19 and all throughout the city, there are group homes run by organizations like ours. There are people 
with COVID living in these houses. Our staff have to be able to go in there with the proper PPE, the proper training. We ask, we put them in harm's way, just like we put police officers and firemen. Um, and yet we don't seem to kind of, I mean, listen, our local government, our Staten Island government has been tremendous for all of us on Staten Island, for all the providers, because we're not the only ones running group homes. But I can't say the rest, uh, OEM, for example, we are on the bottom of their list when it comes to PPEs. And and yet we're asked to keep these individuals at, in our houses and not bring them to the hospital unless they are very critically ill. So we need those PPEs just like uh, hospitals and, and nursing homes. Wow. And what's the, is it the, just for not just my edification, but the people that are watching right now, is the challenge not is it on a state level that you're having this challenge? Because, you know, you mentioned on a local level, we're getting the support. So is it on a state level that we're not getting the support? Well, listen, it's a crisis, right? We're all the hospitals really truly are struggling. Um, but so, you know, to me, it's more of a state issue at this point. We're just, you know, we need to be considered in the same line as healthcare workers. Um, I know they are. They do consider our staff healthcare workers. They are considered essential employees. They are required to go to work. But you know, we can't put our staff in these situations without the right equipment. You would never put a nurse in a room with a COVID patient without the right equipment. And so we're, we're really, you know, we're struggling with that. And I think all of us, all the providers. Well, I'm hoping that by hosting this community corner, we can get the announcement out there and the need because, you know, from Love Staten Island Facebook pages to the Staten Island COVID page that Natalie DeVito put together, people want to help on Staten Island. They just don't know what yeah. to do. So um, after this session, we'll put a little bullet points of the things that you guys are needing um, and the appropriate way for viewers and families to be able to help support um, what you're doing over at Eden too, because I'm sure everything from on your mark, they're also probably facing similar. Absolutely. 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 Yep, we all are. So aside from the lack of equipment that you guys need, how, how's the sentiment? Um, because one of the things that I love about Eden too are the staff are just so loving and concerned. So what's the sentiment that you're feeling um, over at Eden too? Yeah, the staff are great. Uh, you know, when when we when the schools all closed, we had to pivot very quickly from, you know, we we work with kids with autism that have really severe challenges. Um, and so we had to quickly move to online instruction for all of our kids, which is really tricky. You have to, you can't just do it like you do in a public school because a lot of our kids, they wouldn't be able to benefit from that. And our staff were seamless. They really were. It took two days for them to create these uh, lessons and Google classrooms. We have gym classes for the kids. We're doing yoga instruction. Um, you know, it's it's very hard for our families Many of them struggle when we have two weeks of a, of a vacation. We we tend to do activities for them. So the idea that we could potentially be closed for months, um, the more we, you know, my staff are in touch with our families daily just to take their pulse and make sure they're doing well. And um, so, you know, we just have to stay in touch with them. Absolutely. I'm wondering, though, um, you know, if a, a facility like a B-Yoga dance studio or something um, or North Star Yoga, if they can provide some sort of services. 
Yeah, so change I mean, it up, but we'll make sure to connect y'all uh, separately. Yeah, just something different, right. you know, because everybody wants to not have the same regimen, the same teachers all day, every day. Right. So, well, wonderful. Well, we will make sure that um, we provide those resources and that as we conclude this episode of Community Corner, that we let everybody know to follow the Pride Center's website along with Eden 2 programs. Great. Um, I did want to touch base that your gala, that you guys have moved the gala date, correct? We have. Yeah. It, it, you know, our, ga our gala was in, um, in November, uh, but it turns out because everybody is rescheduling their galas now. And uh, so we didn't want to compete with some of our other non-for-profits. So I, I know the uh, St. George Theater, for example, has rescheduled their date to the original date that we had. So we moved it. Let's let's see what happens. You know, we hope that people are out celebrating in October and November. Um, we just don't know, right? It's a, it's a whole new world out there. Absolutely. Um, so Carol, join us as we conclude this amazing episode of Community Corner. Again, um, we will make sure on JMT Media sites that we put information up for Joanne and Carol. Um, but those viewers that are watching, you know, clearly we are, we have a lack of resources. Um, so we will make sure that we give a bulleted list and we distribute that to the different nonprofits and Facebook groups on Staten Island, because certainly we want to uplift each other. Um, but again, thank you ladies so much. We hope that you have a wonderful Friday in your homes. Um, you stay healthy, you're safe. And to everyone that's following, stay tuned for next week because we do have several um, guests that will be joining us, including Scott Van Campen from Makerspace that is making the mess. So hopefully we can connect him to you guys. Um, we also have Senator Diane Savino. And we also have Alex Letts, Director of Marketing from Rumsey that will be joining us. So everyone have a wonderful hashtag Family Friday from our home to yours. Be safe. Thank you. Thank so you, Jacqueline. Bye, guys.